Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt. One of your two, let's count, one, two hosts with me, as always, the true mathematician of the pod, Mysterious Mike Talent. Yep, one plus one is three. Perfect. I'm glad that you don't work on anything important, especially, you know, anything tied to... I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes, it's very important that I do nothing mission critical. There you go. I like that. I was going to I was going to say like space shuttle, but there's no space shuttle. I mean, Mr. Mysterious Mike Talent SpaceX. What? Oh. Oh, I just let it out of the bag. No, no, no. No SpaceX. Dude, if I worked at SpaceX, I wouldn't have time for the podcast. Yeah, you would. You just wouldn't have time for your family or child or sleep. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, speaking of time, no, that was terrible. That was an awful segue. Shame on me. It's probably because I didn't sleep. Anyways, speaking of time, we'll just go with that. Uh, Don't forget to enter our contest for uh, a free copy of Psycho. We've had a few entries. Not enough. We need more. So uh, make sure, write in, email us, let us know what Alfred Hitchcock movie Mike and I need to review, must review for the annual. How many annual, Mike? Uh, One. No. Oh, hell no. Wait, wait, what? what, what, what third what? annual. Oh, third. Oh, Harvest okay. Horror Fest. I was confused on what you were asking me. Again, for uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, please email Elon at SpaceX.net. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's really his email. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. It'd be funny, though. <laughs> okay, Mike. Well, anyways, there you go, people. Hurry up, enter. We're getting ready to close the contest if you want a free movie. And who doesn't? You know what the benefit? It's not only Psycho. It's Psycho in 4K, the original. They remastered it. It's amazing. I haven't watched it yet, but it's amazing. The original. You will You will watch it. No, I, well, I've seen the original. I haven't seen the remastered in 4K or whatever they're doing. So I haven't watched it yet. And you know what? I bet you that's probably what we'll end up doing for the Harvest Horror Fest. I, at least that's what I hope. I, I like Psycho. It's a really good movie. Yeah, Psycho's great. All right, Mike. Let's talk about another movie that, in my opinion, was surprisingly better than the critics are saying. Again, I just I don't I don't trust movie critics anymore. But uh, I don't know if I ever have. I've always kind of been more like, eh, you know, what? I'll go see it for myself, and then we'll see. Yeah, I've done that as well. I think, um, you know, growing up, we watched Siskel and Ebert, or at least I did, and uh, watched them just tear apart pretty much every movie that I loved. So, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, there's a new podcast that uh, that talks about Siskel and Ebert. They go over uh, their uh, reviews. I, I don't remember the name of it, but I ran across it the other day. It looks pretty good. So, so they just go and watch their reviews of movies and then they review the reviewers? Then they talk about Siskel and Ebert and why they... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they review them. I, again, I haven't listened yet. It's fairly new. I think they only have like maybe 10 pods out, but it, I need to listen to one. I, I mean, because I grew up watching Siskel and Ebert as well. Not constantly, probably not as much as you did, 
But uh, I did watch them. I mean, it, uh, come on, everybody knew who they were. And uh, people valued their opinions a lot of the times. And But I think they were more about uh, trying to get you to look at a movie critically instead of just going in there and just being like, oh, this is what it is. I, and, I, you know, I don't – much like you, Mike, I didn't agree with their opinions a lot of the times. But it also – had me explore more than just the story yeah uh for me i think i like the exposure to movies that i might not have heard about that they reviewed some like indie films and stuff especially at the time before we were all super internet and connected and everything there could have been a lot of movies flying under the radar that i wouldn't have heard about if they hadn't gone to these film festivals or these different things and and just talked about them and they might have ripped it up, but at least I heard about it, and then maybe I could go watch it and form my own opinion. Right. That's a good point. So, speaking of forming our own opinions, I will get back on topic. Mike, this week we went to the movie theaters again, risking what I like to say life and limb from the coronavirus, and watched 20th Century Foxes, but it's not 20th Century Fox anymore. It's just 20th Century Studios, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's what they changed it to, yeah. Something like that. The New Mutants, which originally was supposed to come out in 2018. I'm just glad we finally got to see it. But, uh, Mike, uh, go ahead, do your thing. Give us the rundown for The New Mutants. All right, sure, Matt. Uh, This was directed uh, by Josh Boone. Uh, It was written by Josh Boone and Nat Lee. Uh, it's starring uh, Macy Williams, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton, Alice Bragda, Blue Hunt, Henry Zaga, and then honorable mention, Adam Beach. And, uh, you know, it's about five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will, fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. All right, Mike. Well, I'm going to let you uh, continue on since you're already talking first impressions of the new mutants go for it man uh so i didn't really know what to expect too much uh, besides you told me it was a horror i don't think i really remember seeing a trailer for it i'm sure i saw one because we see millions or we did see millions of trailers but it has been six months and i don't tend to watch tons of them on the internet so um i kind of went in blind and you know I, I i liked it for the most part it's it's not a bad movie Honestly, Mike, if you saw a trailer, it probably would have been 2018, maybe 2019. I don't remember seeing any in 2020. There might have been one or two. But uh, literally, it's the trailer would have been over a year old, I believe. Yeah, I feel like they missed, um, missed the window for some of these stars because it's like you got M- Macy Williams, who who is in Game of Thrones and... Charlie uh, Heaton, who's, I mean, he's still in the uh, Stranger Things, but I think it would have been more popular with those characters two years ago than now. Well, that's one of the problems that they had is they kept wanting to do reshoots, but pretty much almost right after filming this, because they filmed it in 2017, it was slated to come out in 2018, but they wanted to do reshoots, and then... They never got around to him because everyone's career started taking off because of Game of Thrones and because of Stranger Things. And so now all of a sudden they want to do reshoots, but they can't get their actors to come and do the reshoots because they're too busy with their main shows and becoming famous. (laughs) Hey, you know, um, 
a movie that's somewhat reminiscent of uh of this is um Matt, our our one of our favorite movies cabin in the woods who has thor in it he filmed that like two years before he was like thor or what like it was a long time and they just sat on that movie for a while and then released it yeah i believe they were having a hard time getting distribution like they filmed it but they couldn't get a distributor for cabin in the woods if I'm not mistaken. And now, uh, I don't remember who directed it. Not off the top of my head. But uh, the director that directed now is a like everyday name kind of thing. Except for I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lionsgate ended up picking it up. But maybe that was the problem. They couldn't get... My, my understanding, that's what it was. I could be wrong. But I, I, I remember something like it being in basically distribution limbo. And they didn't want to do an indie. Well, I mean, it kind of came out as an indie. But they wanted to do a nationwide release. And it just wasn't happening. And so they just sat yeah, on like, it. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth had, at the time, signed some sort of deal, which I think is kind of common with some newer actors, where they just sign a deal, and they're like, I'll make three pictures. They're like a flat rate, and they don't even know what they're going to be in. They're just told. They're like assigned by the studio, and like, hey, you're going to go do this and be in this movie, and this is what it is. Um, that happens sometimes, I guess, with some especially early um, beginning actors who are just trying to make a name for themselves. So, I mean, obviously things are okay for him now, but he's doing well now. Yeah. I think, I think he has a few dollars, a couple shekels, you know? Yeah. Not from that first Thor, but after that he, he was good. So speaking about, uh, Thor, um, another thing that really screwed the new mutants really bad was, uh, Disney purchasing Fox because the original intention, other than the reshoots, was they were trying to get this to come out right after Logan because it kind of ties into Logan. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I will talk about the part later in spoilers that ties it kind of to Logan. But there's little hints and things here and there that tie it to Logan. And it was supposed to be kind of an uh, a, uh, expansion of that Fox X-Men universe. And then I also heard, I don't know how much truth is it, in it but that this was the start of a possible trilogy because the new mutants is a really big and rich comic book history spanning all the way back to almost the first x-men but uh early 80s was when the new mutants came out wow um i didn't know that comic history but this uh this movie was you know i I thought it was okay um it could have laid the groundwork for more stuff i mean it didn't seem like there was some intentional we're going to have more movies but you know you could yeah well in the storyline of this movie is actually pulled directly from the comic books to a degree um the villain i guess is what i'm going to refer to it as was a character directly from the comic books so cool anyways i liked it i you know i was afraid it was going to be really bad because everyone was just saying it was awful and it was terrible and all this for a six, mostly six actor film that was clearly on a shoestring budget, had pretty decent talent. Um, I thought it was pretty good. You know, the first probably 30 to 45 minutes, you know, maybe the first half of the movie is kind of slow and builds up, but that's a lot of horror movies. It's just slow going, slowly builds up, and then in your face. Um, the ending was very much superhero-y action blockbuster thing. And that's 
pretty much what the trailers are, or at least the trailers you would be seeing now or if you go to the theaters. I don't know if that's the best way to try and sell this movie to get people to see it. I think they really need to push more of the horror elements than the look at all this cool action because that's not really what this is. No, no, it's not. But I did like the fact that this uh, movie kind of explores most of the characters' backstory a little bit and some of their history. So there was a little bit, and that that was more in the beginning of the movie. I mean, it kind of goes throughout the movie, but uh, they at least kind of have an effort to explain some of the characters and kind of why they are and stuff. The the only one that's very mysterious is the the doctor. Yeah, they don't really explain a whole lot about her, and she is also a character pulled direct from the comic books. Um, exact same role as in the movie. Uh, I I do enjoy that there was lots of character building, and again, it's more of a horror movie. They needed to do those things. I thought the special effects were used sparingly and uh, good. Like uh, for the most part, I liked most of the special effects. I didn't think they overdid it. That was cool. Yeah, good special effects. It was a uh, six-person film at one location with lots of different scenes, I guess, at the location, different elements of the location that vary widely from the outside to the inside to the uh, doctor's rooms to the individual um, new mutants rooms, things like that. I I thought it was a really good use of the space. You know, uh, honestly, I mean, I thought it was a decent movie. I didn't, I think the critics have lost their damn minds, but I kind of always say that. Yeah, I I don't know. I I thought it was very adequate in everything, and the acting was was, uh, not bad uh, for the situations and stuff. So I I don't know. It, It was a pretty good movie. So, Mike, speaking of other things that are good, do you have a question for me, Mike? Oh, yes, I do. Matt, what it is are you drinking? <sighs> what it is I'm drinking. What it yeah, is. What it is. What it is. <laughs> I like that. What it is. Well, Mike, I am continuing to drink through my Malt of the Earth monthly beer club, microbrew club thing. And today I'm drinking another one. From the Ale Asylum, very fitting for this uh, podcast, this movie. Very fitting. Yeah, the Ale Asylum out of Madison, Wisconsin. I am drinking their Hefeweizen, known as Unshadowed. And it's a pretty good Hefe. It's not as light as uh, a lot of them I've drank. It has a little bit more of a body to it, but it's definitely a Hefeweizen. It's good. Micah, um, what IPA was on sale this week? Oh, you're going to love this, man. All right, so this is a tall boy, and I'm drinking something by uh, Terrapin, which is uh, out of Athens, Georgia, and it's called Recreation Ale, and it's a low-cal IPA. I like that you, you got yourself a tall. Yeah, so it's like 99 calories. That's that's low for a beer. Yeah, oh yeah, other than a Michelob Ultra. But uh, yeah, what movie is that with the talls that we recently reviewed there, Mike? Oh, um, Stone Age. Yep. So, all right. It was brought to my attention by one of our listeners the other day that they feel that our What Are You Drinking is nothing but an advertisement for beer. 
and for people. It is not paid. Mike and I just like to drink different beers and we like to talk about them. Jesus. What the hell's wrong with that? Hey, man, if we got paid, that'd be great. If we got so, paid, that'd be amazing. You know, you, yeah, I would love if to. If you're listening, Terrapin. Yeah, I would love to not have to pay to do the podcast. I'd rather have people pay me to do the podcast or at least let me break even. No, we, we pay to do this stuff, people. So, Yeah, we pay for the beers and uh, we just pay to talk about them. We, we just enjoy having some different beers and telling you about them. Well, we also pay for the movies, and we also pay for the hosting, and we also pay for the website, and we pay for it all. We are hev- not heavily in debt, but I mean, I'm heavily in debt. But anyways, all right, speaking about money and someone that has no problem with money, Mike, how does the New Mutants relate to Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, yeah, Matt. Uh, I uh, when when I first started watching this and the the credits start going, this movie had in association with Marvel. I was like, I've never seen that before, where it said in association with, like all bolded on top of when they did the Marvel like role, you know? Yeah. Well, it's not the it's not the traditional MCU, you know. It's just in association with, but that's how all the X Men were. And that's how the Wolverine films were and Deadpool and all those. They have different Marvel intros. That's how you can tell the difference between the MCU and the Fox films, other than knowing that Fox is the studio that put it out. Or Sony. like Sony, But Sony cut a deal with Spider-Man for some, but it still does that in association with Marvel. Yeah, it was just weird the way that they, it was presented in this film. Uh, it seemed very highlighted to me. But anyway, MCU. So Andrew Buckland uh, worked on Captain America, the first Avenger as an additional first assistant editor. And he was uh, one of the editors on this film, the new mutants. So he's obviously moved his way up in the world and now is a full editor. Cause I don't know what a first assistant editor does. Probably gets coffee. <laughs> maybe, maybe. For those of you who can't see Mike on video, which is all of you, uh, Mike almost fell over laughing. You didn't hear it, but I saw it. It was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. So back on it. We are in our spoiler territory. So if you want to see the new mutants and not know how it ends or important parts of said film, go ahead and click off right now. All right, Mike. So, spoiler territory. I'm trying to think. What what was I talking about earlier that I was going to spoil? The tie-ins with Logan. Yes. Okay. There are scenes. Man, you 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 know it must be because you didn't do as many drugs as me. It has to be it. My memory's just shot. <laughs> I guess. I mean that's 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 got to be it. No, dude. I I've spent I spent eight or nine hours uh in a webinar today class, and my mind is just blown. Like, I haven't had lunch. I haven't eaten anything. It's now, you know, almost 7 o'clock at night here, and I'm just... It's been a long Saturday. Long Saturday. Yeah, that's right. My Saturday was spent in class. (laughs) Oh, man. That's rough. All right. So, yes, there's a scene. I'm not sure if it's... It's not a flashback. It's when our main character, Danny, is in one of her sleeps or nightmares or something. She starts seeing visions. 
Oh, it's when when she's drugged up. One of the it's, scenes okay, where it's when she's, she's drugged, drugged up. up. Okay, and she starts seeing visions of kids like running away from stuff. Now it's not pulled from Logan, but it is pulled from. It's supposed to be reminiscent of Logan because it's all these kids in this hospital setting that are running away, and they're supposed to be where like X twenty three was from in Logan. So if you remember X twenty three, she's the girl that is now the new Wolverine. Ah, so that okay. that's the tie-in with Logan is that this is kind of in that same time period. Now they didn't blatantly say that this is you know uh, related. They're implying is what they're doing. So um, another one. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. You're not much of a comic book fan. I, I'm. I, I have an issue with them. I'm not as bad as some people. But uh, I, I have too much. It takes up too much space. But um, I have an issue with them. Okay. Okay. Mr. I have an issue with them. My, my bank account has an issue with them, I guess. The uh, character that they were referring to that uh, Dr. Reyes reports to, if you're a comic book fan, you will pick it out immediately. It is the Essex Corporation, which goes on, which is run by Nathaniel Essex, or better known as Later Down the Road. Mr. Sinister, which also had a call out in Deadpool. The school in Deadpool 2 is the uh, Essex uh, traditional school or Essex school for mutants or something like that. And so clearly, if Fox was going to be on their own, we were going to eventually see Mr. Sinister because this is twice that he has been teased. There are rumors that he might make an appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe when they implement the X-Men, but, uh, you know, you got to have the mutants to really bring in Mr. Sinister. So, anyways, there's uh, another teaser. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm a nerd. Just say it, Mike. Just say it. You're the you're the computer guy, but I'm the freaking nerd. Explain that one. What, what, what do you think is going to happen with the, um, with, uh, the X-Men and it, it being in Disney's hands now, like, are they going to reboot? I think they're going to have to. I just really hope they don't do the Dark Phoenix saga again because it's been done twice and it's been screwed up twice. I'd like them to do um, God Loves, Man Kills. It's another really, really important X-Men story. I would like them to kind of introduce the X-Men with that. But I think what they might do is start rolling them in with maybe the Avengers and then they'll have... You know, a separate X-Men Like break-offs? Yeah, something like that. Right. Hmm, interesting. Well, I guess time will tell what will happen, but uh, yeah. Or, you know, they, maybe they'll roll in the Fantastic Four. I kind of see them doing the Fantastic Four before the X-Men, but I don't know. I Personally, I, I'm a huge X-Men fan. It's probably the comic I own the most comics of, like is the X-Men and their different offshoots. So I would really, I'd really like to see that again. I'm a child of the '90s, and that's when the X Men were huge. Was the '90s? When are we gonna get our Gambit movie, man? Dude, that was you know okay. All right, all right. It was supposed to possibly be the teaser at the end of this film. If you, I didn't stay to the end because I looked it up on my phone. But you know how there was no teaser at the end. I of I did this stay. Film. Did you stay? I, I did. I stayed, and there was nothing. But I wasn't sure there would be because rumor is that. This was supposed to have the teaser for Gambit and Channing Tatum was going to be making an appearance because, you know, he was cast as Gambit before uh, Disney bought Fox. Oh. 
So he was going to be Gambit, and he was going to do a standalone Gambit film, which would have been freaking awesome. I don't know if Channing Tatum fits Gambit, really. He's kind of a little too bulky. Gambit's more, you know, slender and smart and kind of, but it would... I'm not saying Channing Tatum's dumb, but he doesn't come off as like like suave and like uh, New Orleans-y and stuff. I'm, I'm sure he would have... He would have worked and made it work. Yeah, but. I think he would have done fine. I think he would have done well, but I just, I don't picture him doing it. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get him. Maybe we'll get him because I, I believe he did sign a contract, but, but I mean, everything's null and void when in, it, you get bought, you know? Oh, uh, or, or there's some sort of clause in there that's like, all right, well, I'm still getting paid. Thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. That could be it too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, <laughs> um, man, I know this, this is off topic because it's sports ball. But all these sports ball coaches and stuff, they get fired. It doesn't matter, man. They get paid. It's it's the weirdest thing. They have, like, ironclad contracts. They can suck, and they're like, all right, here's $25 million. Go away. I'm like, dang. It's almost as good as the CEOs. Run the company into the ground, get fired, and still get to leave with $100 million in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. You want health insurance the rest of your life? Fine. Get out of here. Fine. Leave us alone. <laughs> What's this sports ball you speak of? <clears throat> you wouldn't understand. Oh, okay, good. All right, fine. Um, no, like uh, like college college football, man. I know. I'm just harassing you. I know. I know you like your NFLs. Which uh, have you been watching your NFLs, Mike, since it started? Uh, I watched the opening game. Uh, it started uh, th- this uh, this week. Yeah, Thursday, and, um, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, sh- it should be going at least for a week or two before it's shut down for COVID. For the Rona, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, it's been a cluster, man. Uh, everything's a cluster. We'll see what happens, but all right. So you know, one thing that I really, really liked, and I don't know how they were able to do it, is they brought one of my favorite characters ever to the screen. She's not my favorite favorite. That's you know, Deadpool and Wolverine are my first two, but I didn't think they were ever going to be able to get her on screen because of how crazy her powers are. Was uh. Ileana Rasputin, better known as uh, Magic. Her character's powers were awesome. It was, it was neat to to watch, uh, and it, it kind of built, you know, the uh, like we said, kind of the budget stuff. But man, that end towards the end there, man, wow, dude, her battle with the giant ass bear, yeah, that was great, and they casted her so well. Anya Taylor Joy did an amazing job. As magic. I mean, that's exactly how I've always envisioned her when I'm reading her in the comic books. Just cocky and, you know, I'm a badass because she is, you know. Um, they don't tell you this in the movie, and I, I assume they would, but uh, she's the little sister of Colossus. Oh, man. Cool. No, no, they didn't, they didn't say that at all. But, like, um, whatever happened to her in her early life was uh, terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... Well, her her power, she basically can transport herself to this other plane of existence known as Limbo. Now, it is in the movie, they say that she made it up and all this stuff. No, it's Limbo. It's a legit place. And there's other creatures and uh, not mutants, but magical beings and other things that exist there. Um, I love that they had Lockheed in there. Lockheed is pivotal to magic. He's actually a very big character in the X-Men world. And do you know why he's called Lockheed, Mike? I don't know. Is he named after the defense contractor? Bam! Nailed it! 
So if if you know your X Men, the X Men fly in a Blackbird, an SR seventy one, which is made by Lockheed Martin, and it is a Magic's kind of thing of thinking about the X Men and wanting to be the X Men. So she named her flying dragon Lockheed. That's funny. That's really funny. It is. It's kind of it's kind of cool like that. I know it's goofy, but and that's exactly how he is when he's in the real world. He's a puppet. I mean, there's um. You know, it changes throughout the history of the X-Men. And then when they're in Limbo, he's a legit dragon. Yeah, at first I was like, this is kind of weird. But then it it made so much more sense later on. So um, I kind of like the slow build of of this movie. Um, I like to find out more about the characters and stuff. And, um, you know, I was was disappointed that Adam Beach's character was in it, but not really. Because I would have liked to see a little bit, you know, he's a great actor. I would like to see a little bit more of him. And, but he's, I mean, I, he's just barely in it. Yeah, he's a very, very good actor. I wish they would have had him in it a bit more. But, and honestly, he's the biggest name tied to this film, other than, you know, Maisie Williams. If you think back 2017, Maisie Williams was still pretty fresh on the Game of Thrones world. But, uh, I mean, he was a big name on this film. Yeah, the the one thing that was a little bit weird about the Macy Williams thing was that uh, they kept showing her in the shower. I'm like, why why is there like three shower scenes with her? That kind of <laughs> like, bothered me because they're supposed to be like teenagers, and they aren't like forty year olds playing teenagers. They're like legit teenagers, most of them. And I was like, I don't know about this, man. I don't know. It was it was kind of crossing the line a little bit for me. I mean, I understand they were trying to show the W that was burned into her for being a witch, but it wasn't a witch. It's in the comic book. She's, you know, she's wolf Spain. She turns into a wolf while she's basically a werewolf and it's burned into her skin to mark her as a werewolf, but same witch, same thing. It's still a W, but I understand that's what they're trying to do, but it's still kind of, it's still, it didn't feel, it felt kind of gross, I guess is a good way to put it. It was weird that, 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 that scene was in there like three, like, the one seems fine, right? You know, the 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 shower scene is fine. But then they had it again. I'm like, why why are we back in the shower? This is kind of weird. Um, I would have felt that 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 scene, the that particular thing with the the her dealing with the another W thing would happen inside of the church. Yeah, yeah, especially since she kept going in the church. Um, let's see what other spoilery thing, man. So I really like this, this, the symbol, this, this like fallen angel, like, um, uh, water fountain. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they, they didn't really use it. Like, I felt like they could have had a couple cool shots and they just kind of had it there and they just had these weird shots, like distant shots. I don't know. felt like they could have done something with it. It seemed like it was a cool piece in there and they just didn't use it there's like the one point where the um magic's character is like spray painting or whatever we never even get to see what she spray paints right yeah you never nope you know it i think a lot of it was them slapping together without being able to do the reshoots and just shoving it out and disney's like well you know because i mean there wasn't much fanfare behind this film at all and i mean they put it out like right now they could have put it out earlier they could put it out later but they put it out right in the middle of covid i don't know i think disney's trying to sweep this one under the rug for sure 
Yeah, I, I don't know. But, it's not um, that bad. I just, it really isn't. I felt like, it, no, it's not. But I just felt like that was a missed opportunity because that was kind of a cool thing in there. They're like, like you said, it's like one place movie, but there's several like different areas that they can, they've been, they shoot the movie and I just thought that was a waste. Yeah, especially since it's such a really cool looking sculpture. I mean, the whole outside of the asylum or hospital or whatever they call it was gorgeous, beautiful. Very nice. I liked it. I believe it's in yeah, um, yeah. it's in Massachusetts somewhere. No, oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I thought that was a missed missed opportunity. Um, for the most part, man, this this movie's you know pretty decent. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I I'm I I don't regret seeing it. I mean, I don't. I could say you know it probably wasn't worth going to the theater, but I love going to the theater. I don't have a problem with that for our listeners you know wait watch it on disney plus there's no real super reason why to see it in the theater but i definitely say watch it you'll enjoy it especially if you're a comic book fan x-men fan marvel fan any of those superhero you're a nerd this is a completely different take on what we've had in the past for the most part i mean i don't ever really remember a horror superhero mutants x-men film like not in recent memory, other than unless you start saying like um, uh, Unbreakable and stuff like that. But as far as like mainstream, no. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what was that one that we watched not too long ago that was a horror mutant film that was kind of a take on what if Superman was bad? Oh, Brightburn. Yeah. Brightburn. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Um, I need to, I need to yeah, buy that. that. Good. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, that's clearly ripped off from DC's uh, Red Sun clearly <laughs> but yeah, i i liked it so all right mike so speaking of ratings and films we like that we don't do let's go ahead i'm gonna do it since uh i'm making you go first on everything else that's what she said um <laughs> mike i give the new mutants three out of five reels of course reels nice man nice nice so, um, it's average worth a watch enjoyable yeah uh i i uh you know it's it's been a while matt but i think it's time to tie i am also what? giving it a three reels yeah wow. i thought for sure you're gonna give it like a two but i'm glad you no, enjoyed no, no, it no. man that's great no it was it's pretty good man those uh those one creatures were kind of creepy um the the smiley people yeah, the slenderman oh geez <sighs> yeah I figured you'd like it because it, it is kind of a horror movie. So, well, I mean, it, it is. is. It, 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 it has horror aspects. I think it was, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was quite a horror movie, but it has a lot of horror aspects to it. Yeah, it's not It's not full-fledged. I enjoy yeah, it. It's not full-fledged, yeah, but yeah. for for what it is, it it's, I think it was a good, good, real good blending. You know, I mean, the the epic, you know, uh, uh, Nightmare Bear was, I mean, he was huge and he was badass. Uh, Demon Bear. I believe that's the name of the character in the comic book, Demon Bear. And he was well done and badass and scary. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, no, no, that was fun. I I, I like I the first act a lot. And I like the third act a lot. I think the second act was a little bit, I mean, I guess it was, it was, it was getting, it was picking up and you were kind of seeing where they were going. But it, for a little bit, I was, wasn't, a little, I was a little unsure of what was happening, but that's okay. It worked out well. 
Well, all right, Mike. Since uh, I kind of picked last week's of New Mutants in a way because I was heavily hinting at we should go see it, and I wanted to, I, I don't know if I wanted to go to the theater again, but I, I like going to the movie theater. I wanted to support Harkins. So for those of you in Prescott, I have now been to both theaters. They both are very, very good with the cone, the coronavirus, COVID precautions, and a lot of stuff. Um, get your tickets early because there is limited seating. They've cut the seating down dramatically at both of them. So make sure you get them early online or show up to the theater early. Don't show up after it starts. You might not get the best seats. But anyways, um, so Mike, let's go ahead and quarantine ourselves for the next week. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I have a fun one. Uh, I think we need something kind of fun and lighthearted because why not? You know, I mean, Bill and Ted's was just a fun all around great movie. So I'm going to suggest this week my pick for a legacy cast. This is a classic film, I guess you would say. Um, it's a few years old. 2011. Paul. Oh, dude, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, let's watch Paul. I know you love it, man. You love your aliens. so I do. I love aliens. <laughs> let's do it. Next week, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch Paul, and it'll be fun. Yes, it's a little bit of an old film, but it is a fun one. For those of you who have not seen it, definitely go and watch it. You will like it because it's fun. It's slapsticky. It's hilarious. It's it's a it's a good one. So yeah, that that'll be fun, man. That'll be fun. I haven't watched a good alien movie in a while. Well, all right, Mike. I think I'm uh, I'm out of steam. How about yourself? Well. Uh I don't have much else to mention, but, uh, you know, make sure you follow us on the socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Insta, and, um, you know, uh, go out there and catch as many movies as you can. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? Your bestest buddy in the whole world. Really? Matt Hinshaw? Yep. I can't believe it. It's, it's like I got to do this every <laughs> week. It's weird. <laughs> I knew it was you because it's 9.15 and that's when you call in to talk on the radio. See? I'm well, just getting cause, smart. It's because that's when you ask me to call in and talk <laughs> on the radio. I absolutely <laughs> do. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you this I'm morning? I'm doing Lisa? good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk to you because uh, you're going to tell us all about the new mutants, correct? Yeah, I am. Okay, came in and, number two uh, at the box office this weekend. It is getting destroyed by the critics, and I think they're wrong. Really? Yep. I did not think it was as horrible as everyone keeps putting it out to be. I think they're expecting a really hardcore X-Men superhero movie, and that is not what it is. And that is not what they ever said it was going to be. They've always said it was going to be a horror-style film, and it is. And it's a very successful one at that. Okay, fair enough. Tell us about it. Now, should you rush out and see it in the theaters, I'm going to go with probably not. I would say wait until it comes out on like Netflix or something like that. I think it actually will probably be on Disney+, Plus since it was a Fox production and Disney bought Fox. Mm -hmm. So, But it's uh, basically... Um, Five mutants are trapped in a hospital, and they are not allowed to leave, and they are trying to learn how to use and control their powers, 
or at least that's what they're told. And then things start going awry. People start seeing their nightmares and they truly manifest in real life instead of just being in their head. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds scary. So it's not super, super scary, not super horror, but it definitely has lots of horror elements. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I'm kind of sad that this is the first and last one of it, because I think they were probably going to do a trilogy. Oh, really? But not anymore because of the bad reviews? No, because of uh, Fox being bought by Disney. This this movie was originally shot in 2017, and it was supposed to come out in 2018. Oh, wow. And then it kept getting pushed back, and then Disney bought Fox, and that really screwed the whole thing up. Okay, very good. Well, tell me, how many reels are you going to give it? I give it three out of five. Three I, out of I five. I thought it was good. Okay, yeah. yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, their tomato meter uh, gave it 33%, but the audience score was 54 so they thought it was better than the critics as well. Yeah, I, I think it's just, just an average film. It's, it's done well. It's only six people for the most part. The CGI is used well. It's a, it's a horror movie, and it's a slow burn for probably the person first 30 to 45 minutes a lot of people don't like that so right uh if you like horror movies if you like x-men if you like marvel i say check it out but definitely don't rush to go see it to the theaters it's not a must in the theaters okay fair enough so what are we moving on to next well next week since there's not a whole lot coming out on the streaming services or in the theaters we're uh mysterious mike and i are going to stay home and we're going to review a classic film from 2011 called paul what's that about Paul is about, uh, it has uh, Simon Pegg, and I'm forgetting the other guy's name. They did Shaun of the Dead. They're on a road trip across America, and they end up rescuing an alien and try and help the alien escape from Area 51. (laughs) That sounds awesome. (laughs) And so it's a lighthearted, fun comedy, and I felt that it was just time that it was my week to pick, and I felt it was time we do something really fun and just goofy and it's it's definitely one of those movies and where can you catch it if we all want to catch it as well i'm not sure i I personally own it on blu-ray of course you do how much i like it (laughs) yeah (laughs) very good very good all right and did you want to do a giveaway this morning uh well we're still giving away uh copies of psycho so the original psycho by alfred hitchcock so for those of you that uh want a free copy of Psycho, email us and tell us your favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie. Okay, and what's the email address? It's uh, nerds at realfilmnerds.com. Nerds at realfilmnerds.com. That's the name of the podcast as well, where you can catch Matt. Thank you for joining us every Monday morning on What Station. It's always the best. Magic (laughs) (laughs) 99.1.